Hey y'all, welcome to the Visit Roswell podcast where we talk all things tourism and hospitality related in Roswell, Georgia. We will be interviewing our partners all throughout the community and hopefully inspiring you to plan a trip to visit Roswell at your natural pace. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of the day it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, My name is Andy Williams. I'm executive director of Visit Roswell, and welcome back to another uh, what is going to be an awesome episode of our Visit Roswell podcast. It's a pleasure to be with you. You know, throughout these uh, these podcasts, we talk about a number of different things as they relate to tourism throughout the city of Roswell. Uh, We like to talk about our restaurants. We like to talk about our different organizations we partner with. Uh, the different parks we have, the different performing arts, and a, and a number of different um, different partners. And today we are very fortunate to have the executive director of the Roswell Arts Fund with us. Her name is Gila Sanders, and we are looking forward to having a, a fantastic conversation so that all of our audience members really understand what value that organization brings to the community and what the arts in general uh, do for the community. So Gila, it's a pleasure to have you on. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So we're just going to jump right into it. Um, And before we really start specifically talking about the organization itself, Gil, why don't you tell us a little bit about your background and kind of your timeline of uh, progression throughout your career, uh, specifically with regard, you know, to the arts and to, uh, to nonprofit organizations? Sure. Happy to do that. Um, So you will detect an accent right away. I was uh, born and raised in Rome, Italy, but I've been here in the Atlanta area for about 20 years, which sounds really crazy when I say it out loud. I don't know how long you've been here, and but it's just one of those things that time just flies by. Um, so my working nonprofit started about 15 years ago, um, always with a focus on cultural institutions. And my expertise at this point is in operations leadership and community engagement, which is really near and dear to my heart. Um, I started, let's see, well, in, I do not have a linear path. Uh, I think in, in a lot of cases, we, uh, we figure out our ways uh, as we go. And so um, I started actually with a law degree and, uh, and then ended up working in a museum when I was back in Italy and completely fallen in love with it. And so, um, so that led me to continuing my work in museums. And I worked at the uh, Jewish Museum of Rome, Italy, and then at the Prima Museum here in Atlanta for about six years. Okay, so uh, thanks for that background. Um, can you explain to our listeners what exactly the Roswell Arts Fund is? I think it's you know, kind of one of those situations where some people are, are maybe very familiar with it, others probably have heard of it, but don't understand exactly um, what it is that all of you all do. So give us a rundown on that. Sure. So Roswell Arts Fund is an independent nonprofit that was established six years ago and became the designated art agency for City of Roswell in 2015. Um, Primarily, we deal with public arts. And so um, I know you are very familiar with Roswell, Andy, Um, but also for our listeners, if you um, drive around or walk around Roswell, you're likely to notice um, large scale sculptures around the park primarily, and, um, and also 
bike racks that are uh, artistic and they're unique. Those are um, all part of our initiatives. The sculptures are part of Ador and Roswell, which is our flagship program and started in um, 2016. So currently we have our fifth season um, up and going. And, um, and that particular project brings uh, 10 temporary sculptures every year to Roswell, um, plus 10 that have been given back to city of Roswell. So now there are 20, uh, plus uh, a number of bike racks. For now we have six bike racks installed and um, three more coming up. So, um, and, and those are just the very visible things. We do a lot of work with city of Roswell and different departments as well to try to embed the arts into the infrastructure of the city. And so we bring artists and city departments together to look at the slate of uh, projects that are coming up and see how, how we can integrate the arts and what the synergies are. Um, and, then, and then we have a, a whole lot of new initiatives that I am sure will touch on uh, as we continue the interview, but as, as, you, um, as you know, this past year has been a very different one. And, uh, and so we, we have adapted creating uh, new projects that, that again, are, are, are new to the community and I think mm -hmm. been an important change. Absolutely, yeah, and I'll just, um, quick plug, you know, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to sit on the uh, selection panel for um, art around Roswell specifically, and uh, man, the talent pool that that we pull from for that is is quite amazing and pretty robust. And so, being able to narrow that down um, was quite the task. But it yes, was a fun easy. process, <laughs> for sure. And and the you know the program continues to grow, and so you know the more it grows, the more um, artists know about it and submit. So you know we we started with a few applications uh, a few years ago, and now um, we have we had over eighty applicants this year for the ten sculptures that we were picking. So there's a there's definitely a lot of selection going on, and the quality um, and diversity really of the arts. The pieces that are that are submitted and also the artists that participate mm -hmm. continues to grow. So that's very exciting. And it's exciting to see that we get local artists as well as artists really from all over the country. I think this year we had some submissions um, that were international as well. So it's uh, mm -hmm. it's it's exciting to see. I agree. Yeah, we you know we love the the support of the local professional, but um, it's also fantastic when you know we've got folks that are that are certainly from far away. Um, you know, having eyes on Roswell and, and, and driving uh, people into our area, um, whether it's for tourism or it's for a process like that to submit uh, for Art Around Roswell is certainly something that we, uh, we look forward to and, and we uh, understand the relevance of it. So that's great to hear. Um, well, let's just jump right in also to uh, you specifically in your role. You know, I, we've gotten to know each other pretty well over the past uh, year or so, but what, what was it actually that drew you to the position of executive director for the Roswell Arts Fund? <laughs> the job description, actually. Um, so the job description used language that was, uh, that was exciting to me, that was, again, near and dear to my heart. It spoke extensively about people, about community, um, showed a very intentional participatory approach um, that is something that I've always made the center of my work. And so uh, it felt like a great fit from the beginning. And also it felt like an amazing opportunity to, to grow a young organization that had been around for a few years, but you know, is still in the process of, 
figuring out exactly uh, what the contribution is and, and build on the vision of the founders. So um, I think I had some time to meet with community partners, you and I met, and I met with some city council members and of course, um, community members, founders of the organization. And it was just a really exciting time. And, and I love the fact that everything that this organization does relates back to what the community wants and what the community needs. And so that, that is something that I, um, that I found very exciting from, from the beginning. And I think um, it has lived up to its expectations for sure. Awesome, that is, uh, that's great to hear. And I, I totally agree. And uh, you're certainly a welcome uh, addition to the community, Gila. So we, uh, so we we've enjoyed really working with you and look forward to the future. Um, and, you know, we, we hit on art around Roswell and a couple of other things, but let's um, use this as an opportunity to talk about um, what are some of the upcoming projects that uh, that you all are working on with the Roswell Arts Fund that you can let our listeners know about? Yeah, so, um, so as I was saying before, this year has really changed things dramatically. We're very fortunate that with public art, we primarily work outdoors. And so even in the middle of the pandemic, we were still able to continue with our installations. For example, the Art Around installations continued um, in March and April during a time when you know, most organizations really um, had to shut down. So we were very fortunate to be able to, to continue our work. But at the same time, we also um, started thinking in terms of, of you know, the needs that, that this situation has brought along and um, how to bring even more art and a little bit of joy and a little bit of a break and lightness um, during this very heavy time. And so um, so one of the things that that we've been doing is bringing in more music. And um, so we started a, we, we did two different things actually in music. Uh, music is, is fairly new to us, but the first one is uh, we had launched in February of 2020 a new series of performances called the pop-up performances. And we had the very first at the uh, um, Roswell Historic Cottage, which was a, a really magical night. We had Ed Roland there. Um, the setting was beautiful and the, the energy was incredible. We had an amazing slate of artists that were um, planning to come to Roswell as part of that initiative that we're doing in conjunction with KSU. And, um, and then of course, um, the Ed Roland concert went on and then the following one um, was supposed to be in March and we had to cancel. And, and, um, and so not only we had to cancel the one in March, but we had to cancel the rest of the series until you know, month after month, we started thinking and we can't, we can't give up on live music. So how do you, bring it back in a way that is you know still safe and uh, giving the opportunity to the artists to perform to the community to enjoy music and um, but also be safe and so right. we started adapting the concerts and uh, offer them in a parking lot in um, in partnership with from the earth brewing company and, uh, and so we kind of reinvented we spent a lot of time trying to look at the standards, 
and what other organizations nationally were doing. And so we created the system where we had, um, you know, temporary checkups at the check-in and uh, masks were mandatory. We had parking lots that became pods. Um, so you didn't buy a ticket, you bought a parking lot where you could right. bring up to four people, or if you prefer to stay in the car, you could drive in and stay in the last row. So trying to be as flexible as possible but that way we were able to bring back um, a number of concerts. We had four more uh, live concerts in Roswell, which was uh, you know, an incredible gamble and I think a successful one. Um, the other thing that we did with music was we started thinking about which audiences um, or which part of the population really is, is struggling the most. I think this has been a particularly heavy time for, for everyone, but, um, but our seniors, um, are, are in particular isolation because in their case, um, they, they really need to be even extra careful. And so a lot of uh, senior living facilities went in complete lockdown. And even to this day, um, they haven't been able to see their relatives. They don't see their friends. They are much more careful than the vast majority of the population. And so we decided to bring music to them and um, we refurbished a trailer and created a portable stage and then um, got a U-Haul truck and started driving around um, senior living facilities. And so to date, we have uh, eight centers that we went to visit and we interacted with about 400 um, seniors that live in these centers. And, uh, and it's been an incredibly heartwarming project. So we continue to do that and we're, we're hoping to turn that into an ongoing series. And then lastly, next week, and Andy and everybody else, you are invited. Um, we are opening our very first outdoor photography exhibition, which is called Roswell in Print. And this is, um, this is a new venture for us. And we have um, structured it in three parts. So the first part, which is the one that is opening next week, it's taking place at East Roswell. No, at East Village in East Roswell. And um, and it's uh, it's a it's again an, an outdoor exhibition featuring both local artists and national artists, um, along with um, some photography coming from Getty Images. We are doing this in partnership with the um, uh, Hagen Family Foundation, and and um, again Getty Images is part of that, and we have um, some great supporters and um, a lot of partners that are coming together um, for us to pull this off. So I'm very excited to to open this exhibition, and then we have two more iterations of this um, that will come into other parts of Roswell. One one will be at City Hall in the stretch that goes between City Hall and Kenton Street. Um, another one will take place at the boardwalk um, along the river. And then we also have a partnership with MARTA. And so you will see some photographs in the bus shelters, which is a very new thing. Right. Man, yeah, I think I think you call that perseverance during a challenging time for sure. And I think, um, gosh, even going back to, you know, what you all are doing at the assisted living facilities and, and bringing joy to those people. That, that just shows amazing resourcefulness. And it's certainly something that um, I know those community members need and uh, we, we appreciate you doing all that. that. That's fantastic. Thank you. I have to say, I mean, it's it's been such a heartwarming initiative and you know, we've, we've been going as a team to all of them 
um, you know, trying to be as safe as possible, we ask the, uh, the, the, the residents to either come out or look out the windows or sit on their balconies. And, and so we've been able to interact with so many and, and they are incredibly appreciative. It's, uh, it's, sure. it's really to bring a little bit of a break to, uh, to our seniors for sure. Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, in that same kind of vein with uh, with COVID and, and, you know, perhaps COVID is not your largest hurdle, but uh, certainly for many organizations um, such as ourselves, it is. But, um, you know, let's continue the conversation and talk about what are some of those hurdles or, or what's the biggest hurdle that you have faced at the Rosal Arts Fund? I know, you know, you haven't been at the, at the Arts Fund for too terribly long, but you're certainly, you know, acclimated and you're, and you're you're kind of in it at this point. You've, you've got the lay of the land. So uh, what do you see as your, your biggest challenge? Well, so I've been at Roswell Arts Fund for a little over a year. I came on board um, in September, mid-September 2019. Um, and my plan was to really get to know the community and then, you know, start to lay out a vision. And little did I know that really coming March, um, our world would, would change um, significantly. And so... I think, um, first of all, I, I have to say, I'm, I'm really incredibly lucky to have a, a small but mighty team of very passionate and creative um, and incredibly talented professionals that I get to work with and a very supportive board. And so um, while we've had a lot of challenges this year, we were also able to, to be creative and have the opportunity to come up with solutions, which you know, it's not something that I take for granted. Um, as far as hurdles other than the pandemic, which I think has been a hurdle for everybody, I, I would say there are a few, um, some specific to Roswell Arts Fund and some other more specific to the creative industry as a whole. Mm -hmm. So for us specifically, I would say funding and name recognition are two big ones because our initiatives are very visible, but not necessarily associated with our organization. So I think, People um, come to Roswell, interact with our with the sculptors all the time, and and use the bike racks, but sometimes assume that those are city programs rather than Roswell Arts Fund programs. And so, um, getting support requires an extra effort and, um, and a little bit of education, I think. And so, you know, brand recognition really goes hand in hand with fundraising and. Um, and, and funding is critical to what we do. So, you know, the, the more we can get the word out there, um, get to know businesses, get to know people and, and you know, make our name recognizable, um, the easier it will be, I think, to get the support that we need. And then for the industry as a whole, I think, um, again, going back to the education piece, I think our work requires a lot of education because Oftentimes the arts are seen as a nice to have, you know, rather than an, an integral part, not only of our environment, but also our economy. And the truth is that the arts are um, a really strong industry, not, not just a charity. Um, and in fact, I think you and I were talking not too long ago about the fact that the arts make up, you know, 4.2% of the national GDP. Um, which is more than transportation, for example, more than construction, more than travel, um, second only to retail, which is a really big deal. And I don't think that people necessarily recognize that. In Fulton County specifically, um, the arts are number one and they employ more than 45,000 people. So um, 
investing in the art is an investment that really matters and that uh, gives significant returns. Um, and I think we need to talk about that more. Sure, absolutely. Well, in an ideal world, you probably have a vision for where the Roswell Arts Fund would go, in what direction, um, how, how, how it develops, how it grows, the types of things you implement. Um, obviously, you know, as you had mentioned earlier, we um, have seen quite the set of challenges uh, in the year 2020, but let's talk about where you would like to see the, uh, the, R, the Roswell Arts Fund um, in the future, and particularly how does the, uh, the public art master plan weave into that, that vision and that kind of that um, overall goal? Yeah, so I think um, the answer is twofold. First of all, with the public art master plan, um, this is a um, this is a document that um, Roswell Arts Fund put together for City of Roswell and was presented in 2017. And I think we have uh, already uh, accomplished a lot of the things that uh, were laid out in this master plan that really started with. Um, that community engagement piece, you know, getting community out, asking people, how do you see the arts in the community? Why does it matter? Um, how do you see the community to begin with? You know, what are the characters um, of the city of Roswell and how do we embed that and how do we communicate those characters through the arts? And so um, I, I think that the next step um, for the uh, public art master plan implementation would be the implementation of a, a policy for the percent for the arts, which is um, something that usually applies to any municipal capital improvement project um, where a determined percentage of the total project budget is set aside for public art. And it's a really great way to support the um, really the embedding the arts into the infrastructure of the city. And so if you think about um, cities like Philadelphia or Charlotte or um, Chicago, you know, those are all cities that um, implemented a percentage for the arts policy. Um, Charlotte is actually more recent, but the others are, um, have been around for many, many years and it shows because the, the cities became um, really destinations for the arts and you can see arts everywhere. And it's not, it's not an add-on, it's very much part of the fabric of the city which I think is what we're trying to accomplish here. And then the other thing is that um, hand in hand with the public art master plan, we also had a feasibility study for a performing arts center mm -hmm. and the, the uh, pop-up performances um, really stemmed from that study. And it, it would be uh, a wonderful thing to see uh, a, a performing arts center um, come to life in Roswell where we can you know, present music, but not just music, also you know, more theater, more visual arts and, um, you know, and, and make Roswell really a center, not just for, um, for the residents, but also for the communities around it. Right, right. Uh, well, let's talk about that too. So, you know, obviously our job at Visit Roswell is to, uh, to influence the outside uh, visitor, the folks that are coming in from out of town, mm -hmm. um, you know, Ideally, what we want to do is we want to get people in our hotels. We want to get them coming back. If we can't get them in the hotels, we at least hope that they uh, visit a number of our businesses, eat in our restaurants, experience our parks, our different, uh, you know, art-centric uh, partner organizations, and and really take in the full Roswell experience. But you know, a big portion too that is heavily relied on 
um, as, as within any community is the support from the local residents. So what can the specific Roswell community do to support the Roswell Arts Fund? Well, so a lot of different things. I think um, there, there are so many opportunities to get engaged. First of all, um, I, I will make a plug for, you know, financially supporting Roswell Arts Fund if possible at all. Um, you know, this is a time of gratitude and a great time of giving and we could always use the support. It's been a very challenging time for nonprofits in general for right. arts nonprofits in particular. And so, um, so that kind of support is, uh, is critical and always appreciated. Um, there's also all kinds of volunteering opportunities. Um, you know, you mentioned before that you were part of one of the art selection committees. Um, we have those all the time because every time we have an initiative, we, we hold um, art selection panels. And so we really encourage residents to be a part of that and lend their voice. You do not have to be an art expert by any means. It's, it's really about what you like to see and how do you interpret the community that you want to be a part of, right? And so, right. Um, so we really encourage people to, to reach out to us, let us know what we can do. Um, and again, participate in, in any way they can. There's a number of volunteering opportunities that we always have uh, opportunities also to become part of the board and, um, or in an advisory capacity. We wanna, we wanna be as representative of the community as possible. And for that, we need to be, um, to be diverse, to be inclusive and to really open, open up our ears to the community and, and follow the lead. And so, um, so again, we, we can be relevant. We are relevant only, um, only if the community participates. So to the residents out there who are listening, please reach out um, and let us know what we can do together. The arts really are important, and, and uh, I think the arts are, you know, very much part of, uh, of the way we, we all express ourselves and the way we communicate and the way we come together. And so, um, so if you believe that, um, please say that out loud and advocate sure. for the arts. Sure, absolutely. Um, so Gila, having been kind of in your position uh, for over a year now, having really taking in Roswell and, and developed an understanding for the community and what we have to offer. How would you tell a visitor to experience the city, the destination? Well, I think, first of all, you know, hats off to you at Visit Roswell and your team for, um, for all of the ways that you are showing uh, in which people can experience Roswell. And, and I think, um, there's just so much to experience at so many levels. Um, there, there's something really magical about this community. First of all, from a natural standpoint, it is uh, it's unbelievable what's out there, and you know, so close to um, so close to Atlanta, and um, the river is fantastic. The parks are are gorgeous and really well maintained. There's there's a lot to do. It just feels a little bit like a vacation every time you're out there. So. Sure. I think I would encourage people to, if they're able, um, to take a walk or take a bike and, and experience um, the, really the natural parts, um, this, this beautiful landscape that Roswell sits in. But then there's, there's an incredible amount of, of culture also um, to experience and, and you know, local businesses that are incredibly engaged, uh, very much part of the, of the community. Uh, I think, you know, one of the things about Roswell is that everything is, is 
you know, interconnected, right? Like you right. see, um, you see opportunities to, you know, go for a walk and then you stop at a local restaurant and you, you see community in, in everything, um, in everything that Roswell does. And so as far as uh, the arts fund, uh, we have all kinds of way to appreciate the, uh, the sculptures, for example, that are out. One of them is uh, an app called AutoCast that you can use um, both on site, but also from home to listen directly from artists and learn more about the pieces and, and learn more about the program. So, you know, however people like to engage, I think Roswell gives opportunities to do just that. Perfect. Love it, love it, love it. Yeah. And it, I, what's so fascinating, I think, about these different podcasts is, you know, every time we ask that question, we learn a little bit more. We see the different perspective about the community that comes in um, and, and really kind of that cohesiveness seems to, to be the, the common theme and that interconnectivity. I, I love hearing that. Yeah, I think, you know, one of the things that, that we really highlighted at the beginning of COVID, one of the things that we wanted to show was the response of the community to the crisis. And so we asked people to help us document their response, the collective response that Roswell had. And we got all of these photographs that people submitted of, you know, kids um, writing on the sidewalk with chalk, you know, encouraging messages, or you had restaurants that started preparing meals for the food insecure. And there were just so many um, showings of, of unity and community. And it was, uh, you know, really something that, that is worth talking about because I don't know that, that, that people necessarily know how this community comes together. And, right. uh, and so, you know, that, that's, that's noticeable and, and notable for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. So, Gila, give me five words that you would uh, you would use to describe Roswell. Uh -huh. So, I'm going to start with community focused, okay. um, forward thinking, grounded, and there's a lot of history here, and uh, picturesque, and uh, lush. I'm thinking about nature and all of the beautiful parks that we have. Awesome, awesome. Lush, that's that's one we need to start using in our marketing a little bit more. I like that. <laughs> Good deal. You know what? I'm gonna throw in a sixth one, which is artsy. Okay, there you <laughs> I go. cannot right. believe that Gotta I have it. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And it's only getting better, right? We're only gonna get better with that one. For um, sure, for sure. Well, Gila, it's been a pleasure having you. I hope this um this interview has been very beneficial to our audience members. I hope that um that they learned something they didn't know, that they now know how to advocate. Uh, they can pitch in and really kind of uh, come in to help you, whether it's financially, whether it's uh, through volunteering on a selection panel or just being, being a solid voice for you. So um, we appreciate that. And if you will, please tell our listeners how to gather more information in regard to the Rosal Arts Fund. Absolutely. So first of all, our website, which is roswellartsfund.org. Um, on social media everywhere, uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram. Um, I'm sure I'm missing LinkedIn, and I know I'm missing a few that I don't personally use, but our um, handle is Roswell Arts. Um, and uh, and you can you know, shoot us an email at info at roswellartsfund.org. Um, we're doing let us know what we can do better awesome awesome 
And for more information on all things Rosal, we certainly encourage you to visit um, our destination website where you can learn more about the hotels, different organizations, the restaurant scene, things to do, um, really kind of everything that a tourist or even a resident would want to know about our community. And that website is www.visitroswellga.com. Gila, thanks so much for being our guest today. And we uh, certainly look forward to having you all back soon for our next podcast. Thanks, everybody. 